1: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
2: Trent Dunphy. The man who ruined my whole entire freaking fucking life. The man who separated me from my loved ones that day in 2015 by zipping me into his Jansport backpack as casually as if I was some sort of banana for lunch. After all these years, he had become a figure of true evil in my mind. Like Ted Bundy, or Hitler, or Beetlejuice. Except I didn't have to say his name three times to make him appear and honk my little ass and say Showtime like Hitler would. I already had him on the phone. From Earwolf Presents, in combination with the Sandusky Police Department and Mothers Against Big Chunky Kidnappers of Chickeny Little Kids... This is The Disappearance of Dickie Donnelly.
3: Trent Dunphy's phone. Uh. Hello? 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 Hello?
2: Hello? (laughs) Hello? Hello, this is, um... Sirius XM and we we're wondering if you wanted to re- redo your um, subscription to our fine um, display of buffet music and beyond
3: Oh my god I uh, thank you I've been meaning to yeah yeah um, uh, yeah awesome I, I've, mi- I've really been missing lithium. I miss Grant Random in my life uh, Jenny LSq I, what, what, what price point are we talking about here I'm gonna um, I'm oh. in the middle of something but I'm gonna I'm gonna just put that on pause because uh, this is great.
2: Oh what are you in the middle of?
3: Uh, right now.
2: Something bad.
3: I hope it's good. It's a. I'm making a a a salad, a shrimp Louis wedge. So shrimp.
2: Louis is a little boy's name.
3: I suppose it is. It could be a man's name, Louis Anderson.
2: Is it a man Uh, in your salad?
3: No, 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 no. It's a shrimp, and it's crab, and it's uh uh. It's a little bit of lobster. It is a feast um for some uh, it is for a little boy I'm gonna be feeding a kid a wonderful against his salad. will I think he wants the salad I think so it's a delightful salad I, I don't usually get these many questions from these SiriusXM calls oh, but well, I have to I, tell you the truth oh don't I hope it's not that you're canceling 90s on 9 it's my favorite station all the pop hits of the 90s but today
2: it's me Dickie Donnelly, you kidnapped me in 2015. Dickie Donnelly, four foot eight, 75 pounds, big heart, little dreams, dry hands, wet hair, huge ass, broken heart. Because of you, Trent Dumphy. Don't hang up, don't hang up, don't hang oh, up, don't no, hang up. Don't just, Hang
3: up. Hang on, hang on. Uh, my world <laughs> is upside down. Am I not getting a nice offer for Sirius XM to re-up uh, 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 my uh, my service on my Kia Soul?
2: I just got nervous and I said I was with Sirius XM, but so I'm Dickie Donnelly.
3: Dickie Donnelly, once again, you have fucked me. I, I, I can't believe it with this kid.
2: No, Trent Dunphy, you can't hurt me. I'm millions of miles away uh, through the phone line. Uh, and you can't shrimp yourself down into a peanut electrode and come screaming over here just to whoop my ass? I know you can't, Trent Dunphy. You may be bad, but you're not magic.
3: Uh, I, look, if I could get into that phone, uh, like a little electrode, and go don't all the way over there and slap you, ah! you would have been such a headache for me from, from the day I grabbed you off that roller coaster. You know? So you admit it. Uh, well, is this being recorded? No. Okay, good, good. Well, good, yeah. I mean, I kidnapped you from a, a theme park. I, Trent Dunphy, uh kidnapped you from a theme park in Ohio. And, and we were going to have a lovely dinner together.
2: Shrimp and crab, you disgusting perv. Me a perv? I want
3: you. You you were tiny. You were starving. You describe your ass as big, but it is. I have to say, flat as a board. It's
2: big compared to the rest of my body. Paperclip wrists. Okay. Toothpick neck. (laughs) <laughs> Little button nose! Uh, look! I'm made of office supplies, for Christ's sake! Uh, uh, you,
3: you, uh, I saw you on that roller coaster, and it was like I was shopping in August with my mom at Office Max. Uh, I looked up there, and I was like, it's all the supplies, including, uh, index card chest. You know, Dickie? And, and I thought, this kid is not well taken care of! I wanted to help you! Really? Yeah, I mean.
2: I thought I was biodegenetically skinny and chicken knee scrawny. Do you think my parents were on purposely withholding beef dinner?
3: Beef dinner, chicken dinner, pork dinner, all dinner. I, I, I saw you. I, how old were you at that time? Twelve?
2: Uh, no, I, I was only four. Four.
3: <laughs> You so had the hair like... of a twelve-year-old in the body of a four-year-old. So that's
2: the only part of me that was advanced—was my hair. Your,
3: oh my gosh, your hair, your hair was growing at a twelfth-grade level.
2: It was trying to escape my body.
3: <laughs> that might be it. That, your hair was jumping right out of your head. You looked like, um, you looked like, uh, uh, what's his name uh, from the? He used to review movies.
2: E.T. <laughs> Grimace. <laughs>
3: No, I don't. Re- I do remember a Sporty short-lived Spice. ET and grimace like Ebert and Roper type TV show, but,
2: but I, I think I haven't seen a lot of stuff, Trent.
3: Oh uh, well, yeah, like this guy who was in the seventies, Gene something. No, that's Gene Siskel.
2: Anyway, Willy Wonka.
3: W- w- Willy Wonka, kid, this is this this is just like the car ride. Trent, you are screaming at me. I am sorry, but I wanted to help you. You were a four year old on a roller coaster. I am at the park getting my daily bread. Wallets that fall out of roller coasters, hats, prescription glasses, etc. You
2: are stealing trinkets upon wallets, upon coins and cash? Yes,
3: that's how I get paid to run my orphanage for unmanaged kids. I do citizen's arrests on little kids who aren't being taken care of their parents when CPS won't chime in.
2: What the hell? Child police syndrome?
3: Just again, CPS.
2: Chickeny. Poulet Serviette. What the heck? chicken I know a
3: little French! Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I you, you clearly know the lyrics of Lady Marmalade, Chicken Poulet Serviette.
2: Marmalade, ooh, ooh, ooh yeah.
3: Oh, you got me grooving in my own uh, kitchen
2: here. Whoa, 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 whoa.
3: Hey, sister, soul Do sister,
2: sister. going to get
3: that dough, sister. sister.
2: That was your motto. You were at the theme park thinking, thinking hey, sister, soul sister, I simply got to get this dough, sister, standing underneath the loops yes. of the roller coasters to catch coins.
3: Yes, yes. You, I, I didn't even make the connection that that song described exactly what I was doing. Trying to get that dough, sister. And, and I... I also grab little kids who don't belong there, you know, and I and I treat them to a life they could never imagine with but the money. see, they're
2: already at the park at the freaking roller coaster theme park with their families. Don't you think they're getting being treated pretty good? A four year old
3: on the upside upside down loop de loop. I I before that had happened, I don't know if you remember, I had already seen you on the zipper. Mm, uh no seatbelt, tin can, rattles
2: around, bonks your head.
3: Yes, the Gravitron.
2: Oh, spinner throw up or shit your panner?
3: The, uh, the teacups.
2: Not the teacups. Spinning round, 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 And
3: ordering a beer.
2: <gasps> I don't remember any of this, Dumpy. I must have been wasted. <laughs> you were uh, you were off
3: your rocker, and I'm not talking Betty White style. Uh, you had too much to drink, and I thought this kid needs protection. So I grabbed you, and sure, I should have checked with your parents, but I thought they would just take you back to this life of disgustingness. Uh, Hang on. My crab's burning. Uh, Just a second here. Uh, 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 Damn it. uh, All right. I got to put on uh, another uh, crab. uh, It's going to be a little while, uh, Aaron. Just uh, take a load off on that memory foam mattress. Big dinner coming. Sorry.
2: I have to tell you, Trent, I'm beside myself. Like Mary-Kate and Ashley, if I was two. Two people. Because one part of me always thought when i got you on the phone i'd give you a real piece of my mind a slice of that big old thought of apple pie shove it down your mouth make you shit it make you eat it angry guy but now i don't know what to think i was being mistreated malpracticed by my parents and you rescued me this changes everything it's like optical illusion of is an old hag or a beautiful woman drawing
3: I, I, I don't know if the dress is green or gold here. I, all I, know. I don't know if it's
2: Yanny or Laurel.
3: <laughs> I don't know if it's Mary Kate or Ashley.
2: I don't know if it's up, up or down or
3: what the fuck. I don't know if it's left or right or A, B or select start. I don't know if it's northwest
2: or any sort of even compass. Uh, even Kanye. I don't know if it's Kanye or
3: easy. <laughs> Look. Dickie, I I apologize. If you're you're calling me right now, clearly I affected your life in the negative. I I have to know, did you find your parents? Did you find a better life for yourself after you escaped from my van that fateful day?
2: Well, I I stayed in the van. I got in your copter. I jumped through the chopper copter... Fripper froppers and flopped down into the ocean where I was with all, I found a, a whole tribe of other kids who had also escaped your clutches. Why, why didn't you just say that you were a good guy to us and then we wouldn't have tried to do Homeward Bound?
3: I thought it was obvious. I'm stealing you off of an upside down roller coaster that you're falling off of. And I'm saying, w- we can't tell your parents. It's too dangerous. Come with me. Don't tell anyone. We're going to a better place. And kids keep escaping.
2: You you did say that to me?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, in so many words. And uh, look, I've what did learned... you
2: actually say? Because I don't remember you saying that.
3: I, I think, "Be quiet. Come with me."
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> and i now
3: I'm playing it back in my head. I I'm still learning. We're all learning and growing. I you were the one that taught me I can't leave my helicopter keys sitting right in the passenger seat where any kid could grab them and steal the helicopter. <sighs>
2: How do you get all this? First of all, how you get all this money? I know you're collecting coin to support your. Forgive me if I'm a little suspicious, Trent, because it's been a few years I had to ruminate on this. Okay.
3: What a what an eloquent language uh, I learned from the other has. kids.
2: One of their moms was an English teacher.
3: Oh wow! What a society. Before
2: I, he was taken from her by you. Uh, oh.
3: <laughs> was this Stefan? That was Stefan, whose mom was the English teacher.
2: Yeah, Stefan Bulgaria. Yeah, his...
3: <laughs> Stefan Bulgaria. His mom would hit him with a ruler if he ever got his grammar wrong. That's why
2: he had centimeter, centimeter, centimeter imprinted on his ass. Yes, he, he could pull
3: out his ass and measure anything up to 14 centimeters.
2: I know, that really came in handy when we are in the wild with no appliances.
3: Because what did you have to measure? Dicks. Were you installing dicks?
2: Dicks for contests. <laughs> and coconut size for dinner.
3: I I uh, I am beside myself at the idea of you kids being out there without adult supervision, someone to cook you a fancy meal, show you the beautiful art and culture of the world, like what I'm doing over here.
0: Want to make Mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th.
1: And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Mick crispy, So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
2: Before I get s- sucked into your spin of it... Riddle me this. If you had to go collect coins to fund your orphanage, how come you were paying adult entry into the theme park every freaking day? That's actually really expensive. (laughs) Explain it.
3: uh, The mind of a child is what I need. You're absolutely right. I'm paying the $65. Every once in a while, I'm bringing in two sodas from uh, from, uh, uh, the Albertsons to get the half-off deal. But in order to get the two sodas from Albertsons... Wait, the, if you
2: bring in two sodas from Albertsons, you get half-off entry to the park?
3: Yeah, yeah, have you ever seen these deals? You bring in a Coke cam, and they give you half-off entry to the park. No, I've never freaking ever heard of that. Well, I, I could have shown you the world. This is one of the magic of theme parks. I love theme parks, Dickie. I don't know about you, but there's something about an adult man alone in a theme park. <laughs> eight, Eight pockets on his pants. Big old fanny pack. Huge backpack. Huge backpack because you can't fit everything into the fanny pack. Backpack sling on one shoulder because I'm still cool. And, and, it, and I'm just taking in the world and, and kids who are being mistreated like you.
2: Did babies go in the fanny pack?
3: Um, babies, you got to do backpack. I guess a teensy tiny baby, you could do fanny pack. But there's that, that's generally for, you know, lip gloss, uh, uh, hand sanitizer, deodorant type oh, okay. stuff. and the,
2: all the coins and wallets that you're finding.
3: And of course, the coins and wallets that I'm finding.
2: So, you don't think that that's stealing? Because what if there's a family there and the mom and dad are actually really good to their kids, but then they drop their wallet, you just take it?
3: Hey, <laughs> if you can't, here's my... If you want the Trent Dunphy philosophy, go tell this to anyone because, uh, you know, I'm sad that this is just being told to you. I feel like I want to shout it from the rooftops. My philosophy is if you can't take care of it, you don't deserve it. Kids, wallets, cool hats, necklaces, uh, uh, little notes that people write you, your uh, valet uh, slips after you park, anything that falls out of your pocket, little kettle corns, yum, yum, yum. If you can't take care of it, someone who uh, who can deserves it.
2: Is that why? Okay, now I'm remembering. In your helicopter, you also had to cut off little braids of lots of different girls because their hair was tangly, so they don't deserve to keep it.
3: Yes. <laughs> If you can't take care of your hair, little girl, it's my hair. And I'll show you how to brush it. And I'll show you show how you to wash it. it. You took it away. Well, you, how could I show you on an imaginary doll? They only go so far, and I can't do the voices. My voice can't go that high.
2: Yes. Do you do YouTube tutorials on how to take care of hair for kids?
3: So you're one of the 10 people that's watched them.
2: I don't, if I have, then I, I, I found you before I even thought I found you and I had no idea.
3: Oh, it's Trent's tutorials, and I teach little girls how to comb their hair, how to take I'll care severed of themselves. Unsevered ponytails, your... ponytails of little girls that I found at parks and movie theaters and things like that. My rule is, though, they always have to fall into my arms. I can't grab them from something.
2: The braids?
3: No, the girls. The braids are mine if they're not taken <laughs> care of.
2: We so. Uh... So I'm a little boy. Sure. So I fell off the roller coaster into your backpack.
3: That's right. So your hair was impeccable. I remember it was jumping out of your head. Your your hair was at a 12th (laughs) grade level. So that wasn't an issue. I left your hair with you. But there's other things that boys need to be good at that you weren't you know what I mean one of them was style so I took your shirt right off and I said this is not a shirt for you and I I made you a shirt out of your shirt I, I made you in the car I, I don't know if you remember this I sat you down and I sewed up a little shirt for you while I sang my little shirt song and I taught you how style is supposed to look I
2: don't know if I remember Trent will you sing the song maybe it'll make me remember my shirt song yes
3: Bad little boys have bad little style. Watch me so just for a little while. When the shirt is nice and fancy, good little boys get a little Little, little,
2: romancey. I remember now. I
3: wanted you to have romance in your life. I never did because no one taught me how to be a good little boy. You
2: took my shirt, you ripped it to shreds, and then you French braided it back together.
3: That's right, and you (laughs) looked like you were at Paris Fashion Week. Your shirt looked like a little white girl's head after going to Mexico and not having her parents have good sense to say, please don't get uh, cornrows.
2: Right. Trent, it's so crazy to look back and see this all in a different light because at that time I was, I guess, so malnourished and chickeny that my ears weren't hearing sort of adult-level tones yet. So when you were singing, all I heard was... I was terrified. And then you ripped my shirt to shreds with your teeth I thought you were some sort of werewolf monster.
3: I... This is why... Perspective matters. This is
2: why we can't have nice things. And this is
3: why we can't have nice things is because, uh, you, you, you know, I didn't even realize how that could look to you, me ripping the shirt off like that.
2: And you, you catching me in your backpack and running away with me. Yeah. Uh, I also misunderstood that. I,
3: I, I, that is, it's so funny the way these things happen. And years later, you look at them and you go, you go, oh, if we had just, if had just communicated a little communicated better. A little better. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I, I I hope it didn't mess up your life too much. I, I, I've been, I've missed. you you know
2: well we barely knew each other I mean I didn't even make it back to what I thought was a dungeon for little chicken kids which I guess now sounds like a gorgeous shrimp buffet orphanage
3: it's a it's a it's a dungeon for little shrimpy kids to eat shrimp and and grow and be big and learn the ways of the world the way nobody taught me
2: wait to prove it um the boy that you're making that lobster pasta for Uh
3: uh-huh
2: can I speak to him
3: Sure, uh, Aaron, Aaron, come on in.
2: Hello? Hello, are you Aaron? Yes, I am Aaron with two A's. Hi, who is this? I'm Dickie Donnelly. I was taken by Trent Dunphy once too a long time ago, and I'm searching for my parents. I need to make sure, if, if, if you're not safe there, say spaghetti with bolognese, please. Spaghetti bolognese. <sighs> Wait. Wait, say, if you're not safe, say uh-huh. spaghetti with bolognese, please. Uh, spaghetti bolognese, please. Are you trying to say spaghetti ball- with bolognese, please? We, it- we enunciate oh, no. here, Aaron.
3: Enunciate your words. I don't know what you're talking about, Aaron, but we Aaron, enunciate. quick,
2: quick, if you're not safe, oh, say something simpler. Just say, um, megalomaniac. Uh, hey,
3: Mega! Hello, Maniac! You're no Jesus. You're no fucking Elvis. All right, Aaron, very funny. Okay, all right, all right.
2: Huh, so you were right all along, Trent. There you go. The kids are being treated pretty good.
3: I mean, look at that. And a wonderful salad and uh, a shrimp on the way. Of course, I've burned the shrimp again. It's not traditional Louis style. This one is done on the pan. So it's a hot salad, uh, uh, which the kids love.
2: You really treat them so good, don't you? How many kids are you cooking for today?
3: Oh, 15.
1: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.
3: You know what I found where the worst parents are? Do you know when you go into the mall and there's those little cars that look like bears that the kid can drive around now? They're like soft cars the kid can drive yes. around. And parents let these kids drive so recklessly without a license, without any sort of uh, C-class uh, license or ability to know the rules of driving. So if I see a kid breaking the law over at the Westfield Mall, he dri- I just stick my arm out and if he drives into it, that's my son now.
2: Don't, do you, the parents ever chase you?
3: Oh yeah, of course. Bad parents want to keep being bad, so that's why you gotta run fast. You gotta know your little places to hide in the mall, the kiosks. Sometimes I'll hop on, you know those little uh, tiny helicopters the guy walking around wants you to play with. Yeah. You can hop on one of those and just.
2: But Dunphy, I mean, I can't Dickie. see. I can't see you, but Dunphy. Dickie. You sound humongo. Oh,
3: so you have a good memory. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm. Uh, what am I? Six foot ten.
2: Say all your stats. F-
3: oh, six ten, four hundred twenty pounds. Single male. Um. Uh. What else? Uh. uh f- Fifteen average. Fifteen turnovers and two assists. Uh. Three points. Zero rebounds.
2: And you finish it with by going Trent Dumphy. Trent Dumphy. <laughs> I love that.
3: Yeah, I mean, we uh, thank you for teaching me stats here. That's a, see, I learned from the kids too. There's certain things that we just don't know, you know, and uh, that's the interplay here. Where are you, Dickie? I would love to come visit. Okay. Where are you? I'd love to come. I just, I, I, I feel like well, there was so much I didn't get to teach you, and I would love my helicopter back. While we're at it, if you know where that is.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a real shame that I guess I ran away from you, thinking that you were bad, when all you really wanted to do is keep me locked. up. Tight up into the house and eating seafood.
3: Yes, exactly. I keep everybody here on the Mediterranean diet, which has been proven to be the healthiest diet. They all drink that new oleo stuff or whatever at Starbucks, the olive oil inside the coffee. Oh. Olean, maybe, is what it's called. Everybody here has the best olive oil diarrhea, and it, it, we're cleaned out, and we're just like we're in the Mediterranean.
2: Well, Trent, what happens when the kids get like old enough? Then do you give them back to their parents, or you give them back out to the world, or what's the like, catch and release kind of protocol?
3: Well, a big issue, which you are very familiar with, along with the other 66 kids, Is I can't, I cannot keep you damn kids around the house for very long. I leave my keys everywhere. One kid used my long hair as like, they threw it out the window and climbed down it like Rapunzel.
2: Your hair are all the braids that you you still well, t- tied together.
3: It, I, it's on my head now, so it's my hair, oh, right?
2: on your head?
3: How else do I show the kids how to braid their hair? I, there's so much you don't know, Dickie. Where are you? I want to come see you and teach you all these things.
2: Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you my address in a second because first, I just don't want to forget, but it reminds me that one of the kids that I, I teamed up with to live within the forest, well, well, he had said that, um, I I escaped from the helicopter. Some kids escaped from the van, but some kids actually went to your house and they said that they were in some sort of knife room or something, and they escaped by there was a, they dug a hole out from the bottom of the knife room. So I guess now I'm just wondering what's that about.
3: Well, lesson learned. Lesson learned on my end here because I I saw. Um. Uh. Uh. What's the name of the movie?
2: I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. Ah! What is the name of the movie? Uh, uh, Trent, you're scaring me. Uh, Dicky,
3: I'm not yelling at you. Oh, oh it's okay, Dicky. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just mad. Uh, I'm just mad around uh, you. That's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, it's okay. I I'm remember just mad.
2: now. You were Trent Dumphy, eight foot five, short fuse, hard fists, knives in pockets. Trent Dumphy...
3: Lots of scars on my thighs. Don't forget.
2: What's with the short fuse, man?
3: Uh, I, things just anger me sometimes when I lose control of the. Uh, you know, it's it's right on the tip of my tongue. It's a movie with Tim Robbins,
2: and, and, and he's in You're jail. Shawshank Redemption. Uh, thank-
3: Thank you, Dickie. You're so smart. I wish I had you around the house. Where are you? Where are you right now? We need you around the house.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you in a sec. Finish your story.
3: Well, I watched that movie and saw them dig out with a spoon. And so I made a knife room because I said no spoon's here so no one can try to dig their way out of here. Turns out knives are way easier to dig with. And everybody got out very quickly. They never learned the lesson of the sharpest knife cuts the most delicious meal.
2: Oh, okay <laughs> I just i wish I could go back and talk to more of those kids that got kidnapped because you know i i um I talked to one of them recently, and her story was very harrowing, and it doesn't really add up to this kind of stuff.
3: huh, who would that have been? Somebody you talked to who I mean any of them could have been harrowing now, and I'm hearing from you that this experience you had with me that I thought was so normal uh, is harrowing for you. You know, Uh, what about, uh, let's see Uh, when, when I, in your words, kidnapped you and my words saved you. Mm -hmm. Uh, what about when I, uh, uh, kept your eyes open in the car and showed you all those movies to educate you on how nice life was going to be?
2: Right, I do remember it now. Remember Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. I am disinclined to acquiesce to your request. You remember? You must start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one.
3: Oh my gosh! So it worked. You see that? What a lovely! You you remember the exact words from such but a. But I one, was the crying
2: and series. crying, and I kept saying, "Mister, turn it off!" And you played it forty seven times. <laughs> Why Trent Dunphy? What does that have to do with me being a malnourished Office Depot kid?
3: Well, it's just that's just a good movie. That's just a good movie. There's no two ways about it. And I think I think it's important to educate our youth about some of the wonders of film and magic of film. Yeah, I saw your parents drove you in one of those cars where everyone can see the TV that you're watching. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you're watching in the back seat, but every other car can see it. It's a huge TV. No little kid deserves such a big TV. It's going to spoil you. And they were showing you dumbed-down Disney Channel comedy. You were watching My Date with the President's Daughter, which to me is just facile. And I needed you to see what Disney can really make. Jack Sparrow. Sexy, sexy Orlando Bloom. Oh, with his wonderful piercing eyes and his swashbuckling nature. I swashbuckle the kids sometimes just to train everybody.
2: What does that mean?
3: We both get our eppies out and we uh we sword fight. Eppies? Eppies. EpiPens? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, uh, it, you know, in fencing an epi E P E E is like a little fencing sword, but I don't have those. It's unsafe for kids. Well, on so we use say
2: that would be epee. Trent, there's holes in your story. I don't
3: like being corrected, Dickie.
2: Oh, good thing I'm on the other side of the phone. <laughs> you can't get me through here. Uh, no, stop trying. My stop trying the receiver stop. of my phone. Out no, my my ah. uh, I smell the shrimp on your fingers. Oh.
3: <laughs> okay, we got sent through the phone. If we could get a hand all the way through. Where where even are you? Is it that let's play this let's play this. I'm looking out my window okay. and I see a lovely
2: Patch rock. of dead kids. <laughs> Is that what you see, Trent?
3: How dare you suggest that I would make the kids who do happen to perish go into a patch? Some kids don't make it through the adult learning program, (laughs) but that's just par for the course. The kids that do make it end up so much better and nicer.
2: Nice enough to marry?
3: Are you looking to get married,
2: Dickie? No. Oh, okay. I'm wondering why I saw a wedding ring on your hand. Who would ever marry kind of a weird guy like you? Oh, you hurt
3: my feelings.
2: I'm sorry, Trent. I'm still kind of like straddling this line between I don't know if you're good or bad.
3: No, the wedding ring is on my finger because I am married to the idea of children. I'm not married (laughs) to the children. I'm married to the idea Idea of of children children and raising them the right way, which your parents couldn't do. They showed you bad movies. They let you drink. They put you on a roller coaster. I tell you, Dickie, your dad was out of control. Uh... Backwards hat, short shorts, uh, sandals. This guy had a no style. Uh, I would have I liked to go back in time and get him as a kid and watch, have him watch me braid his shirt into a nice fancy shirt.
2: So you're much older than my dad? How old are you?
3: Mm, let's see. I was born in uh, <laughs> 1975. Okay. Um, it's, it's 2023. 40... Uh, Plus,
2: I can't do math. Can't. I never went to school. Because you didn't stay no. with me, young man. Ah. You didn't
1: stay with me. I'm putting my little ah. head into the
2: phone no. here. I'm no, no, I, s- I smell your dandruff. No. no, I smell the braid of a thousand little girls.
1: Impossible.
3: I use Pert Plus. Impossible. Impossible.
2: I smell red hair. <laughs> do you have it?
3: I, yes, I am naturally redheaded. Dunphy is a uh, Irish name. Oh, interesting! I, uh, I, I come from a long line of the Dunphy clan. Oh, interesting. Uh, did I,
2: you I, did you move to the United States from Ireland?
3: No, no, I was born in the United States. Oh, yeah, was,
2: but your parents have accents.
3: Um, my mom has an accent. No way. Interesting. Where are you, by the way? I, I don't know much about your. Uh, yeah, let me tell you my story, Trent. Yeah.
2: I was at the theme park with my family, who I loved. And then I was suddenly zipped into a Jansport backpack, thrown into a van, then a helicopter and splunged into the ocean where I was raised by 67 other kids in the trees with the coconuts. I was cold, Dumpy. I was miserable. I was scared. I miss my parents every single day because maybe they weren't perfect. Maybe they had backwards hats and bad style. And maybe my mom, you never said anything about her, but she was ugly.
3: Uh, I didn't. I didn't really get a, catch a glimpse of your mom. I was mostly focused on your dad being a bad little daddy. Okay, so maybe my dad uh, was a bad
2: little daddy, but he's still my bad little daddy, and you had no right to take me. I should have been raised by those little, those guys. I should have been knowing what those guys wanted me to know. I should have been a little boy who, who they want me to be a little boy. I should have backed back with that like my that. I should have been sitting on my mom's lap. I should have been on the road because for my, my mom. I should have been knowing who those people are. I should have been be back with the darling family. And I had to do to be back with the darling family. And you had no way to take me on that, no. no way to take me on that, no.
3: Well said. <laughs> wow, I've really had to face what I do here yeah maybe the reason those 68 kids all escaped from me is because I'm not doing this right and there is a better way to steal kids from their parents and raise them the right way when they're not being raised for example there was um Leanne, who was being too loud in the McDonald's ball pit. So I uh, put I, my backpack in the shoe area of the ball pit and when she put her hand in to grab her shoes I zipped up her little hand and ran out with her hand and arm in the Wait, backpack. is it
2: a trick backpack? Like, it has a hole in the bottom and you put your hand in the bottom and then when someone reaches in the backpack you grab their hand and you pull them into the backpack?
3: That's exactly right. Well, wait well, you got such a great imagination, Dickie. I'm so glad you turned out relatively uh well, you know, down to uh, earth. I am
2: kind bubble. of an inventor. Since I had my experience with you um I've began a foundation for kids to help them not get kidnapped and I've made different kinds of inventions for them to wear like, you know how little dog wears a spiky vest so owl or um, coyote can't take it? Oh. Spiky, spiky vest for kids. Uh, I have a keychain that's right. a soundboard of Liam Neeson's voice saying, I'll, I'll warn you. Oh. That. Yeah, that kind of thing. So scare a kidnapper away. If was that must- just you doing that? It was me doing it, yeah.
3: Okay, Jesus, yeah. If I heard Liam Neeson saying he was going to hunt me down, I, I, would, I would not would. Yeah,
2: it. Yeah, you yet, wouldn't have sure. taken me that day. You I do to not...
3: know what inventions you have so yeah. I can, can make sure to protect against them now. spiky uh, Trent, backpack,
2: don't, wear,
3: good good Earplugs for Liam Neeson. Yeah, good, good. What other inventions there? Uh, you know, I, you know what I've seen kids walking around with is big mustaches, so I think they're adults and don't want to take them. And so now I can't trust any mustaches because they're wearing these fake non-kidnapping mustaches. Well,
2: actually, Trent, that brings up a good point. If you're really in the business of helping people, there's a lot of adults in the world who are in rough shape. If you think I look like an Office Depot, there's a lot of um, adults in the world who don't have a home and aren't getting enough food. And you could help them. You could take them in and you could make them shrimp salad and you could teach them about Pirates of the Caribbean and help them get a new place to live.
3: It's an interesting theory.
2: It's not a theory.
3: I find adults, for whatever reason, don't want to be around me for a very long time. And adults are harder to trap. Whereas kids, you teach them that what I'm doing is cool and right. And sure, 60 plus. I think I've lost about 420 kids. Uh, some of them ended up on your island. I heard from another kid who uh, that them and the other kids started a soccer team together. Um, and they did pretty well in the uh, YSO. So, you know. I bring kids together in a way my my escapees.
2: But don't you feel bad that they don't ever kind of find civilization again? Oh, you did. Yeah, but like.
3: And look at you! You're you're acting well. I thought I really thought you were from Sirius XM, which I wish uh, I could get. Uh, Ain't affordable Drink. new okay, subscription to it, my I'm
2: Kia sorry. Soul! Of course it's already affordable for all the stations I get. Broadway on 76, Comedy on 93 through 99,
3: Team Coco on 104, but I would love to pay slightly less anyway. Well, I I I I I I Dickie, you know what? You know what I'm realizing right now? What? I would like to apologize to you face to face. Uh um, oh,
2: we're over the phone
3: Well, yes, and as hard as I've tried to shove my face through the phone Freddy Krueger dream style, it's not working But all I'm saying is We, we should see each other face to face At a, a neutral location or somewhere you feel safe Your place, wherever you are And I could apologize to you
2: I mean, it sounds like a good idea because, you know, I've had some trust issues with adults. That's why I never did find my parents are back to civilization because any adult that would be interested in trying to help me, I just thought they were going to kidnap me again. So in a way, you're kind of the only safe adult I have left because you already did the the deed and can't really get much worse.
3: Yeah, it's like double jeopardy. I can't kidnap you again. I can't re-traumatize you. It's already happened. And you've taught me so much about how the things I do could be perceived as scary. Remind me, how old are you now?
2: Well, now I'm, um...
3: It's okay if you don't know. You need math. Twelve. We could throw you the best little bar mitzvah for when you turn 13, Dickie. And then when you turn 16, we could throw you a hinceanera a year
2: late. I don't know what either of those things are.
3: Yo, that's why I need to see you face to face. We need to take you into your manhood. You know, you're you, you, a 12-year-old. You should be the man of the house. Where do you live? Where even are you? Where even
2: are you? <laughs> well, I'm still just kind of living in an old abandoned playground behind the Target on Western and La Brea, but um, did that
3: ever go up? Oh, that Western La Brea, okay, that one's been up for a while,
2: yeah. And um, well, actually, right now, as ironic as it is, I'm recording a podcast, but don't worry, I'm not recording you huh? uh, at the Sirius XM studio in Los Angeles.
3: Oh, well, yeah, yeah I, lo- I love that you, if you could you, if you see. Uh, any of the serious greats around, you know, whether it who are be, your
2: faves? I'll see uh, if I can put a word in for I've you. I've
3: named a few of them Jenny LSQ is wonderful, um, Grant Random always makes me laugh. Josiah, of what course.
2: does LSQ stand for?
3: I, I, I that's the question I would have her <laughs> if you could ask her <laughs> for me, but yeah, it's great that you're there. I mean, there's so many wonderful, uh, tell them I want Johnny Carson radio back. We had a fun month where I was listening to Carson with the kids and teaching them because the kids. Yeah. Wanna watch Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy oh. Kimmel. Okay, They okay. wanna watch Stephen Colbert. It's, it's
2: okay, and, Trent. We can talk about something else.
3: No, no, it's just that's, that's not what comedy is. I know
2: it's not what comedy is. Carson but, uh, is the guy that. Carson's did comedy. comedy, I agree, Trent. Yeah, you got, I hope you do. Carson's only good one.
3: Yes, the yeah. only good comedian. We agree, ever Trent. Been. we agree. Good. Okay Good Dickie, you're so smart. Yeah. Good. Hey, how is the podcast going? I, I, have you met have you met any fun people? Well, uh, it's, uh, it's lovely catching up. I Just so you can picture this right now, I um, I have just tried to eat some of my salad. It went right through me. So I have now moved into the restroom, and I am making while we talk. So uh, it's lovely to just chat and catch up while I'm just living my life.
2: Making what? More salad?
3: Oh, no. Making bathroom. I am on the potty right now. Making bathroom? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't want to be vulgar. It's not good to be vulgar, Dickie.
2: Wait. I remember now. Ho, 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 I'm making bathroom. That's what some of the kids would say that they heard before. <laughs> before they fell asleep. And then they'd <laughs> stare. up at the ceiling. <laughs> and, the, and the brown stuff would come down. You're not a good guy at all, Trent. I heard. I heard about
3: this. Unrelated. That is not on me. That's a piping issue. That's a that's a ceiling uh, issue. They
2: said, "Ho ho ho!" I'm making bathroom would echo through the walls, <laughs> and everyone would be tied to their beds, forced to look up at the hole in the ceiling. <laughs> that's not a good, Trent. Dickie, this
3: is why we need to talk. When I hear it from you, I understand how that could be bad. I knew there was a leak in the the ceilings, so I would just try to make it better by letting them think Santa was the one making bathroom up there. Ho, 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 I'm making bathroom. (laughs) And they would go, oh, Santa's doing it. Now I know that people (laughs) didn't like it and that it was scary.
2: (laughs) I guess it didn't sound kind of jolly when you did it.
3: Oh, thank you. I, I, I'm glad we got that. I, I need to talk to all of these kids. Do you have all their contact information?
2: Well, I had one kid on the podcast, and that was a real thrill. I also talked to a child psychologist, and now I'm talking to you, which is awesome. But I was hoping for my very last episode of the series, perfect guest obviously would be my parents.
3: But I don't know where they are. You're, oh, your you're awful dad, Sean, and your mom, Dickie Sr.?
2: You know their names?
3: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Wait, my mom's name is Dickie Sr?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're named after your mother. I didn't know. You're you're Dickie Jr., you're DJ. And I'm not talking full house. DJ Tanner? No, I'm not talking full house.
2: <laughs> Dad, Good kids Dad, listen! Dad, How do you know my parents' names? Oh, because
3: obviously you fell into my backpack, but so did their wallets and their driver's licenses and their social security cards and their passports and their, uh... Blood their samples Google and, logins everything. and their blood samples. EpiPens? Yeah, their EpiPens, which we use to epi fight with. Uh, your mom is a typo hero. Well, oh,
2: oh, 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 I... Oh, oh, Trent, please tell me their information. I've been looking for them for eight years. It would mean so much to me if you would just tell me anything that I could use to find them.
3: Well, I would love for you to re-meet your parents. But I need you to know that you don't want them to be your parents. I'm going to be your parent. So go hang out with them and see how bad they are, and then come to my house. How does that sound?
2: Okay, I guess that's a fair trade. If I go meet with my parents and I decide I don't like them, I'll come live with you forever in Shrimp Hell.
3: Shrimp Hell has a nice little <laughs> ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, Shrimp Hell. Mark Marin has the cat ranch and I have Shrimp Hell. Maybe I'll do a little podcast with all my little kids here. Uh, but yes, you could come to Shrip Hell, I'll give you my address, and I'll, I mean, your parents may have moved since, uh, when I took you eight years ago, who knows, but I can tell you where they are on here, and I can, uh, I guess if you want, do you want their email addresses and their phone numbers, too? It
2: says that on their license?
3: Um, yeah, it's kind of written in Sharpie.
2: Yes, please, tell me, tell me. Okay,
3: great. So, it's Sean.
2: <clears throat> Sean.
3: And Dickie Sr. And
2: Dickie Sr.
3: Last name, Donnelly. Donnelly, that's uh, my last name. Well, uh, sorry, just to be clear. Dickie Senior Don is your mom's name?
2: Dickie
3: Senior Don. And Sean Lee is your dad. Sean Lee.
2: Sean Lee, Dickie Senior Don. Dickie Senior Don Donnelly, Sean Lee Donnelly.
3: You nailed it. Thank
2: Dickie you Senior Trent. Don, Donnelly,
3: Sean Lee Don, Donnelly and um, they 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 both live Look at this. What? Um they they it looks like they were on vacation. In uh, Ohio, when you and I faithfully found each other. Right. And uh, it looks like they live... Oh, this will be so fun for you to visit them. They are in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, home of Emma Stone. Home of Emma Stone. Uh, uh, you, maybe they know Emma Stone. Holy crap. You're writing this down? Yes. Okay. Uh, their address is 1642 Ray Road. They are within blocks, blocks of an In-N-Out burger. Uh, and, and one of the best In-N-Out burgers. All right. And um, great. So why don't I book you a flight to my house and we can chat. And then you can go see your parents again and Trent, you'll be a man. Trent, well, bar- I got to go you.
2: find my parents. Oh, no. Thank but- you.
0: Bye. No!
2: The Disappearance of Dickie Donnelly is produced by me, Dickie Donnelly. Two foot one, wet hair, dry shirt, little belly, big dreams. And Lisa Gilroy, whoever that is. And Earwolf, whatever that is. Our producers are Matt Apodaca and Cody Fisher.
0: Mwah. Love you. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you made it all the way to the end, you're a beautiful person. If you're not hearing this voice, go to hell. Earwolf Presents is produced by Earwolf, Amelia Chapello, and Cody Fisher. And, of course, podcast daddy, Colin Anderson himself. The Earwolf Presents series is hosted by the one and only myself, Jack Neal neil And our theme music was engineered and sung by the amazing Jordan Duffy. Special thanks and shout-outs to Jeff Gross and Aaron Nestor. And for more information on Earwolf Presents, visit Earwolf.com and follow us on at Earwolf on all social platforms. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more.